Gorge. I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because <laughs> Rod and Karen are hot. <laughs> hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy podcast. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we are live on a Monday, ready to do some podcasting mm-hmm. at 6.30 in the Eastern time. It's 50 three degrees and clear outside all right uh, i like that if you live in charlotte um but also we have a guest here okay you know we love a guest mm-hmm. one of our faves yes today's guest is a stand-up comedian actor as seen on billions and podcast host of making podcasts great again and the righteous prick podcast it's my man jl Covan. what's going on dude great to be here thank you for having me uh i'm exhausted I had to go, but the shoulder is improving. The shoulder's improving because that's what I had to go into the city early for today. So, what were you doing? Uh, physical rehab or something? No, I, I have physical therapy three times a week, but this was to the, to my like backup surgeon who probably mm. should have been my first surgeon who, uh, you know, ran through the mobility and stuff and said, okay, finally we're making like real progress. Oh, so. that's good. Yeah, it's, uh, I can't tell you, my comedy career, I always thought that was the, the most depressing thing of my life, but the shoulder really, unlike a knee surgery, which was just like, you think the knee is bigger, mm-hmm. oh, knee surgery is big. Shoulder surgery is like a whole other ball game because you, you forget how much you kind of just, mm-hmm. yeah. you, you can isolate your knee. You can just be like, don't move my leg, rest my mm-hmm. leg, use crutches shoulder it's like look over there nope i can't that yep. actually yep. a little bit look down no no my neck is connected and it's uh it's mm-hmm. can you grab this no i can't it's it's horrible so um my mood you know should get back to its normal depressing state <laughs> once the sho- once the shoulder is good i should be back on like a eeyore standard mm. level instead of uh like take away my shoelaces vibe well, uh, I know that, uh, this is some old people speak I'm about to say. I actually got a, uh, I hate the scrubbers for your back because they're normally straight. I found one on a lot of actually bends and it's actually specifically designed for people with shoulder injuries. It curves. So all you do, you take it and it curves around your back and you can just take it and it curves so you can actually wash your back. And people that have had like that injury you're talking about use this to wash their back because they were saying that they can't do that. That shit was like, I was like, yes, come on, scrubby scrub. Because, uh, bitch, them straight things be, that be too much. Yeah, I saw it in I the shower I yesterday. don't wash my back. Sorry to interrupt. I don't wash. I wash my legs, but I don't wash my back. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. my biracial showering. That makes uh, sense. That makes sense. Its ugly head. I saw it in the shower yesterday and was like, because we already have a back cover thing. I was like, Karen and these gadgets, man. She loves a fucking gadget, boomerang brush or whatever. I'm sure. I'm sure it works. You know, I I, I refuse to to use it though because I already paid for my straight back one, and I feel it's disrespectful to even put another brush in there with mine. So, um, well, they well they're gonna be fighting for for supremacy because I can use the other ones on my legs and stuff like that too. And also, I like because it can go around like the back of your thighs and shit like that. Because uh, yeah, when you trying to shower and shit, I was like, I want to be comfortable. Yeah, maybe I'm just more flexible or something. But yes, either, you either, are. Either way, um, when God closes the door, I feel like He opens up a window, and that's what happened. I think with the misery for JL, like. 
you're closing the door of stand-up and god was like let me open up this shoulder for you bro you you can still be depressed out here don't give up on yourself <laughs> don't give up we can keep the party going oh you thought it was the comedy you thought no, is that no. what you thought i was doing <laughs> uh, but how have you been dude i feel like last time we talked it was right before you were about to get ready to film your eighth special um which yes. uh may come out before your seventh <laughs> oh no it's not it's no longer a may oh no <laughs> It, I'm, I'm happy to announce that um, my my first special will now be a prequel special coming out <laughs> after my second special. And to answer Lamont's question, that is like the crux of my entire comedy career. <laughs> um, the uh, yeah, I just I just recorded Tall Boy a little over a month ago. That's the title I'm going with, and uh, I'm very happy with it. Um, but half blackface, which is obviously the first one. I was told yesterday um, we should know something soon. Mm-hmm. And I go, define soon. Are we talking like Neil deGrasse Tyson, like age of the universe soon? Or like <laughs> sometime this month? <laughs> right. Because the, the, the sad thing for me about Half Blackface, I've, I've lamented this. Anybody who listens to my podcast, I, I can't stop talking. It's kind of a sad obsession of mine. I try to be, like, extra funny when I'm not talking about mm-hmm. <laughs> the special because I know how down I am. I can't even pretend. But so much of that special is kind of evergreen, which is good. But some of it isn't. Like, I talk about the first third of it is basically my rise to fame over COVID. And I, I fortunately said in the second taping, like, uh, hey, you know, and I know COVID, everybody's over with COVID, but, mm. like, two people canceled on the show tonight, so it doesn't feel that over to mm. me. So I acknowledge, but they don't know that that's, like, a year over a year ago. Right. But it, at least it sounds like I'm not trying to go, like, what are we doing during the pandemic, guys? Right. It's 2029. What, what do you do? <laughs> um, but... That special, I've probably watched it like 10 times between mm. edits and, and other things. And the bittersweet thing about it is I, I feel like I had a chance to, to maybe make something happen with it. Because when I was on Billions, that was going to be the moment to kind of go, let me get a publicist. Let's get it like, right. let's change the narrative from Trump guy to like, you remember him as Trump guy? Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Now it's just done. That was uh, It's just going to be another blip, you mm. know, in a long career of like, nice blips that don't add up to anything so i'm still happy about like with the special so like that's not nothing but it's it's a lot less i think than it could have been so um and i just for the first time in i don't know like i i wrote like one new joke in the last five weeks wow and usually sometimes i go through stretches where i'm not writing stuff because i'm working on stuff but like this is like a it's like I don't I don't want to say I don't have it, but it's almost like uh, maybe mm. I don't have it. Like mm. like I think it's been some I I I mean this will be my eighth stand-up album and and when you count the two Trump albums, that's 10 albums, like Tarantino's 10 films. But yeah. That's 10 albums in two in 20 years. Mm. And if that's all there is, then that's that's a pretty good uh, I mean, and t- that's pretty prolific, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like most, mo- a lot of stand-ups won't even 
you know some of these guys been in the game double digit years only have one album you know um so that's pretty these failed running backs need to listen to their Uh, friends and put more on yeah i agree i agree i'm a friend of the show i always tell chris like come on but i do agree he does it's time for him to put out some new shit i was watching him uh perform in when i was in new york and there was a bunch of new shit and i was like okay you know what i mean like if you feel like you gotta get it sharper or whatever at least you're working on new shit but what i was gonna say is for someone that's that prolific saying i haven't written much in five weeks that that's a hell of a slowdown you know what i mean because if you're able to put out an album every year to two years you're writing pretty consistently or you're at least coming up with jokes pretty consistently so you know maybe you're finally your thanos sprinkling the (laughs) sprinkling the seasoning on the grits you know I'm waiting for comedy Thor to come yeah. in and behead me. Uh, Take you out of your misery. Uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah. That I mean, that is how I feel. Like I, somebody, an artistic person, should make a glove with all ten of my albums yeah. on it, but make me like decrepit Thanos yeah. from, from from Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> but it's 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 weird because you know it, it's in a weird way, like your comedy career is like an ecosystem. Like there's so many different ways to feed it, to find motivation. So like, Oh, Oh, I just booked this show. Okay. Now I'm in like a positive mind space to, to write or, or to work on, on a set. And right now, um, you know, I'm not getting anything from clubs. Mm. Um, I have no representation. And the big thing that's been my focus for like a, over a year is just a reminder of how badly they screwed it up, mm. which is that's that's it's like it's the only thing I've never self-produced. <laughs> right. And the lesson is obviously keep doing the self-production. Yeah, I think um, honestly, like you you kind of had that happen a couple of times, you know, like when you were producing uh, or you had the, your own albums and you were like putting it out through a company and stuff. And like it kind of kept you from getting fucked over at the time from compared to a lot of other comedians and stuff so like it definitely being able to do stuff yourself is like valuable is dope and you appreciate it and then it's even worse when you take a chance you finally do the thing everyone because that's what everyone that's what everyone uses to justify like oh man you haven't made it because you haven't done this this and this and you're like well fuck it i I'll try it your way, and then the one time right. it's like, oh, this never happens. It's like, what? Right, because there is a sacrifice in terms of it's like I gave up half the money to this to to half blackface to get this done. Right, um, like future earnings, right. and um, it, it, to me, the analogy for for anybody who's not familiar with my saga is like, imagine if Rod had said, okay, Bomani, I'll do game theory, <laughs> and then like on episode six, he's like. We just canceled the black guy who tipped. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, what? What just happened? Yeah. This was supposed to be a good opportunity. Right. Like, not a setback. I'm right. on HBO. How did that just become a setback? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, man. That that sucks, dude. Um, but, you know, my the people who like my stuff will, will hear it and they will know, like, when I... You know, when I say I think half blackface, Tall Boy is like very good. Like mm. I'm very happy with it because I think there's like five or six heavy, like heavy hits. Right. But half blackface between the album and the and the special because they are kind of two different sets. Um, I just cut like 
17 minutes from the first taping because I just felt like, ah, my bit about Marilyn Manson and Me Too is hilarious, but it's a little dated, and I'd yeah. rather that just be on the, the album. Right. <laughs> but but there's a the, – I told you about this. I, I think I may have discussed this with you mm-hmm. when I was first starting the bit about serial killers. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you and talked about it on the show. That, yeah, and that's that's like the – it's not the main, it's like the biggest bit on it. And that was brand new between the two tapings. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's hard because I just, it's like, I want it out because right. I know, I know they're both really good, but I, I know that it pains me that half blackface is probably my best ever. Mm. And I took a risk material wise too, right. because, you know, as, as we discuss. Every every week, there's some person either with a blackface photo or trying to do blackface, or something. and the and and, and the, the most daring part of the of the hour, without telling it, is me doing my JB Smooth <laughs> for my web series, right? And how nervous I was, but then I'm also saying, but but how nervous do I need to be, right? How how. I know I need to be a little nervous. I'm aware of what I look like, but how much of this can I claim? How much of this is just like, hey, I do good impressions. Right. And how much do I have to validate or get co-signed? So it's just, yeah. it was, I was putting it out there as kind of a, like, this is also risky mm-hmm. biographical stuff. So to have it fumbled, it, it just like, you know, Not- I, I can tell the people doing it, they don't probably really care right. at right. all. Right. Now, here's my question: When you eventually, if this these albums both come out, you know, let's let's say optimistically they come out, are you like relieved on some like finally my my run is done? I'm I'm hanging up the the mic. Um, my watch is over. Yeah. <laughs> or, or are you Hang like my jersey and the Raptors? You know, are you kind of like you know still like itching to do more or saying to yourself like well i'll just do it through the podcast or i'll just do it through making podcasts great again like what are you thinking this looks like for you when these albums come out um i think obviously there's going to be like a rush of positive you know the people who care the most are going to be there with the kind of like this is so good nice you'll get mm-hmm. that little dopamine hit of support and social media sharing but Tall Boy to me is more of a thank you fans. Here's some that's just gonna be like a YouTube release. I'm I'll put it up like early on Patreon and then so there's gonna be no cost to that. Mm. That that's more of a I couldn't let half the experience of making half blackface be my final thing if mm. this is it for me in stand up. But half blackface will be bittersweet because the big unknown for me is but what if it had come out on time and i had been able to promote it right. with billions right. as like a because you don't need to know that i'm only in one episode it's like a decent enough role mm-hmm. where it's like all people read is oh the guy i like this trump apparently has this special and he's also on billions which you like yeah. or which we like and then all of a sudden it creates in this moment you get a moment to sort of build a narrative and i don't have any other auditions or any other thing like billions might have been a once in a career opportunity and to not be able to leverage that is the front because you know me as much as i am a ray of sunshine um Ah! that 
that will sit with like that yeah. thought will sit with me probably an uncomfortable amount of time right. because I'll be like, but what if? Yeah. Like, what if that we don't know what would have happened if I had gotten, you know, yeah. God forbid I say like Joe Rogan's <laughs> podcast or yeah. I'm going to name some of the the, the, the yeah. enemy, but but maybe Bill Maher hears, you know, a publicist gets my thing to him and he likes it for whatever reason he likes it right. or thinks that I'm anti-woke or I'm mm. good. But at least you start a conversation around what you're doing. And that was a year and a half ago when I was a little more hot still from the Trump stuff. Right. So, so I think that's the thing that will bother me is that like, I can only move forward, but that is like a singular moment where you're mm. like, you know, other people have, what if, what if I had asked that woman or man out? What right. if I had just <laughs> not, if I had gone to Hollywood instead of going to college or if I had, bought that Microsoft stock instead of whatever. And I feel like that's going to be like, I did the best I could to put myself into a position that I thought right. was that moment that right. I thought was that important moment for me to, to, to take a risk and to be like, I think this is it. And to have it totally botched is, is obviously super frustrating, <sighs> but I, I'm happy that fans and friends will have, you know, two good hours uh, in the next, hopefully one to three months good yeah i'm looking forward to it to be honest mm, dude I, I can't wait to hear it um see it all that stuff um i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of like big swings and big yeah. hits like on both and it's just it's you know i hope I, i'm sorry you would ask me what i would be doing yeah after that and it's like to me obviously if there's some unexpectedly big response or publicity Right, victory, you know, I'll re I, I, that might recharge me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but if not, I've got some things that I'm that I'm writing. Even if it's just, a, I hope it's not just a creative outlet. But unlike unlike stand up, writing can be an outlet for me because mm -hmm. it's not like I've done it professionally in any capacity. So I'm not like I've been writing great books right. for twenty years <laughs> and nobody bought this one. Right, you know. Whereas I don't have as much ownership over writing, so it, it can be just a relaxing, creative outlet, and, and maybe something good happens with right. it. Um, but you know, I, I uh, are you like getting? Because I know it's not as bad as the peak, right, with Trump. You know, as far as him being every fucking way all right. the time. Uh. But uh, to me, you're the best Trump imperson impressionist, impersonator, whatever the word is. Dang, you're, the, you're the only one I can listen to. Yeah, like yeah. I like, uh, and not just like only one I can listen to because I know you, but like as as far as like capturing the essence, still being able to mock it and it being quality, like right. People have like two out of the three sometimes, but it, you right. know, most people don't have three out of the three. But um, does it ever wear on you? Because now you've kind of had. I know you had to go into a Trump headspace a little bit to even do the extemporaneous impression that you're doing uh is are you getting tired of it are you do you like be at the store picking up like some food and <laughs> the trump voice is in your head a little bit like how does that work it's i think it helps that he's not i mean that could change obviously in the next year yeah um as he becomes unless he goes to jail Got but it. no i feel like i think working on the specials and stuff 
which, you know, may, probably to the disappointment of a couple people, it's like, where were all the impressions? It's like, there's 8 million of them on my right. YouTube channel. Right. Like, um, I, I don't feel like the Trump thing, I'm, I'm really only doing it at this point to keep a direct link to like the fans that I built in 2020. Obviously, I'd like to expand that beyond political humor. Right. But I'm 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 grateful for the you know 90 percent as 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 my by the way half blackface in the thank you screen has a has a thank one of the seven JL thank yous oh, is, is thank Rodden, you. Rodden Karen of the Black Eyed Tips. It oh. just may never come out. I right. Thought by yeah. Now I just did it's the thought that counts. For you, thank you. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you for even thinking about us. Oh please, of course. And um, I've said it. I say it all the time, but I mean it like you guys. And then like my friend, Pete, Pete Dominic, uh, but, but especially you guys, um, you know, the stretch of my career where it was like, imagine me without specials and without the Trump <laughs> stuff blowing up. That That's where I was like <laughs> six years ago or whatever. Yeah. And it was your great fan base that like kind of, you know, it was like life support. It was like they yeah. wheeled my career in, and it was like the the black guy who tips hospital. Yeah, and it was like we're gonna keep him alive. Clear. Giant JL is the you're the black guy who tips Terry Shivo. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're all. <laughs> but, um, all of a sudden, you become like an evangelical pastor. Yeah. Like, this is a child of God. We are not. All life is career. precious. All comedians. <laughs> um, no, nah, but um, I think what's interesting is because uh, obviously we're different people. But I do want to be done with it. Just to be clear, I do want to be done with it. I can but, see it. I'm yeah, honestly, uh, Karen would used to be in denial about it, but I <laughs> I used to be like, I don't know, maybe he'd be happier without doing it. He and keep, I would be like, no, Jay, yeah, no. I'm like, he keeps saying it. Uh, this man has made Cleveland sound glowing uh in as a place to move to out, out of new york and just have a family and a dog and shit and i was like only somebody that's kind of fed up could even be thinking that way that like nobody i've never heard anybody mention cleveland as a destination city in my life until jl Covan. and what i was gonna uh, say is even with our different backgrounds the thing i appreciate about you is that it's still kind of like the joke comes first Mm-hmm. you know i think that's just hard for people to have that mentality now because yes so much of i mean you watch beef and the knife bi- the knife biggest bill guy once made a joke on a podcast that was rapey and it's like you support I mean, he, was, he was good on the show yeah I he was him yeah on beef. <laughs> he was good yeah he's only he's he's only in like four episodes but he's good in all the episodes he's in um yeah. <laughs> but but the point being like like we're at that point now where it's like the joke comes last for everybody so, you know it's like do you agree with chris rock it's like i i thought he was being funny is what yeah, i was saying like either i wasn't funny or you're not i like, wasn't saying uh you should choke a woman no I, I don't agree with choking a woman i thought we all understood when you get on the stage and you tend to make people yeah. laugh you know and so i think that's like where we link up is 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 that part and i think that's why i look forward to your comedy and stand-up that's why i liked it six years ago because mm-hmm. it's just like yeah. nah this shit is funny now does that mean you're gonna whiff on every black movie that comes out for the rest of your life probably and, <laughs> and underrate it sure you can't help that that's not your fault you know <laughs> it's part of your nature i understand yeah 
Um, I liked Get Out. <laughs> uh, I would have voted for Get Out twice. <laughs> what I was, but the the thing with the joke, like I think the clearest example I've had with this whole thing, because I I do think I often say this on my show where I'm like. I'm not a both sides in real life because right. in real life it's not both sides. That, right. I don't. If you tell me, you know, I, I complain about. Yeah, uh, nobody wants Biden or Trump. <laughs> right. Don't put them in the same right. thing. <laughs> like one's old, the other is a rapist, racist, traitor, and old. So basically, same thing. It, so in real life, it ain't a both sides thing. But in right. comedy, I do see. Both either you know left and right both get offended if you go after their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it's it's particularly weird because you know over the over the years I've had people go, you know I thought you were going to be one of the like I really like your comedy, which is surprising because I thought you were going to be one of these woke blo- mm-hmm. and I'm like, not one my politics and my comedy shouldn't have obviously they can align right and they right. do when I. Like on Tall Boy, I do probably more political humor than I've ever done, like eleven minutes. Mm-hmm. And yes, there I'm kind of t- you know like you saw the Patreon bit with yeah. the the GOP as as America's deadbeat dad, right? But the um, but on the left, they'll watch my Trump impression going, you know, Epstein Island raping kids, very fun, and they're like, oh my god, this guy's so <laughs> fucking funny, and they go. You ever think uh, Hunter Biden gets annoyed with Joe always talking about Beau Biden? <laughs> You're disgusting, unfriend block, and yeah. I'm not exaggerating. Yep. When I posted a Biden joke that was just like, do you think Hunter ever says, Dad, I get it, I'm not your favorite son? Yeah. Just because he's always referencing Beau, because he did view Beau as his heir apparent, right. you know, the next to the Biden political throne. And the amount of people who, I mean, immediately saw that this is when i wasn't shadow banned they started seeing that tweet this is disgusting this is disappointing mm. i thought you were funny and i'm going what is going on here like right what right and it's it's a and it's unlike a unlike the thing. republicans and conservatives you can't shame the left with the you know, like, cause you can shame the, you can shame the Republicans by being like, y'all sounded like the woke liberals y'all hate. And they're like, yes. oh, no, 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 I, I think things are funny, but the, we yeah. don't have an allegory for I don't that. Suck on the dick. Left. What do you mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why'd you bring that up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't suck dick. Mm. Well, what, what, where's this coming this, from? This took a turn. <laughs> Matter of fact, I hate gay people. But, Get that dick in my face. But yeah, it's, it's like, we don't really have a thing that pulls people back on the left. So, no. like, honestly, whenever I, and I, this is one of the reasons I stopped talking about politics on Twitter as much. Cause uh, you, you listen to the show. I'm very politically minded. I'm always paying attention. But I save my, my shots now. Cause it's like, I, there's nothing worse than a deluge of fucking liberal people start following you because the second you're just like man lebron james is a beast or whatever they're like uh a, a man was choked on the subway and you haven't said anything about it and you're just like god man, damn man don't i don't mean- like or or it's you know me being like uh you know some joke like i don't know they the, the uh lebron is killing these niggas like the 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 dude that shot up the mall i don't know i wouldn't make that joke but some similar thing and then it's this is disgusting i can't believe that you think it's funny to and it's and so 
that vibe i try to keep away from me because i don't want to like be a puppet i don't want your hand up my ass i just would like to be myself and you know what they they treat a lot of it the left wouldn't think about this but i look at it as the same way with porn stars when porn Mm. stars started like being very popular online i have twitter accounts anytime they post anything outside of like their content like their personal opinion Mm. i'm with my cat i got kids (laughs) people jump in there bitch what you talking about what (laughs) we what we we only came here for the titties and the ass we don't care fuck about and that's kind of the same vibe even though they wouldn't look at it like that but that's kind of the same vibe on the theme of, of porn on social media, when I'm sometimes doing some of my uh, Christian ministry outreach to mm-hmm. some of these lost souls yes. on the internet, um, sometimes I will find that some of these women are like uh, conservative. Yeah. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, now I'm starting to think that interracial porn wasn't mm-hmm. acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I go, I, I'm not comfortable with that if I'm being totally I don't, honest. You know what's crazy though? I don't want to know a porn star's political opinion because oh, I, of that of course not like some right. of them like some of them will uh surprise you and you'll be like god damn you're really about it you be in these streets you mm-hmm. but like right. like you said some of these motherfuckers are gonna be like maga mm-hmm. it's like uh yeah i'm right. down with a black guy blow bang but what i'm not down with is black lives mattering yes <laughs> i could do yeah. black guy bukkake but i can't <laughs> do the other things from black guys <laughs> ma'am i don't want to know that <laughs> uh, but um yeah man uh the other thing is we now have a new connection um i've been on the karen hunter show on the radio a couple times uh and it's been fun i had a good time but uh when she first asked me to be on i of course started doing my research because i I don't like to just hop on people's shit without knowing what they're about and one of the first things i heard was you doing trump and her like Mm -hmm talking with you as you did donald trump yes, and that was hilarious uh, one it was yeah it was so mm-hmm. funny she plays a great straight woman to to your trump yes um like just the right amount of like flabbergasted and outrage but here comes another <laughs> setup question you know uh but it was so good how'd you um how'd you get get into uh karen hunter she i can't remember if if i was promoting something and somebody had an in um serious and was just kind of putting out a feeler like who would like to have this person on as a guest and it must have been one of my albums or something in the Mm -hmm. past but then oddly enough my brother worked at the New York Daily News at a time when she worked at the New York Daily News also yeah so she kind of remembered like she didn't know me but but she was like she put it together that I was I was Enrico Van's brother so Mm. that was uh or as the uh receptionist called me at the doctor today uh, Gene Keyvane. <laughs> is that a new one? Oh, that's new. Gene okay. is not new, but Keyvane Key is. Uh, okay. I'm like, wow, that is. That's more difficult than just saying it how it's spelled. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how Karen reads names, honestly. <laughs> I I don't know why. She just be out here taking chances, y'all. I guess y'all don't know this if you listen to it. So even though y'all listen to this show forever, you know Karen almost never does the reading on the show. I'm doing mm-hmm. the articles and mm-hmm. stuff but we do a recap show with keith and the girl and so karen reads the titles of the episodes with the guest names because each title has the guest name in it and uh she's terrible i don't i don't there's no other way to say it it's, <laughs> i am bad it's i know like, i'm terrible it's like her it's like she just quits halfway through her name and just <laughs> goes off of vibes like our, our <laughs> like I, I they're so bad honestly god it's worse than the tank like it's it's so bad i was like maybe it's like a mental 
condition or something like maybe it's something happening we don't understand but then i realized after you know weeks of us doing this other show and her reading these names she's never fucked up a title like a word like (laughs) the title of the episode zero percent error but the names it could be bob smith and it just come out into something else and you're like those syllables and consonants have never made together so i don't know what that is man but yeah you just reminded me i'm not the only one with the disease i guess yeah (laughs) so yeah that sounds like what karen would call you she might she might if i said karen what's the title for the show today she might be like gene keevan or whatever like you know that that's not right you know it's not right um but that's that's dope man i'm i'm looking forward to the albums i obviously listen to the podcast i'm a patreon member um no i i I appreciate it for the content Mm -hmm. um and you know whatever you decide to do man definitely gonna keep supporting and we will you always have an open door here where there's just you know to come on and kick it or whatever just a normal ass civilian like me yeah oh Um, boy that'll that'll be weird coming on i i did have this kind of nightmarish dream mm -hmm. and i think it's probably because i kind of want it to be true Mm. that like i leave comedy and then like 15 years from now i'm like in a coffee shop just like doing a crossword (laughs) puzzle and some comedian i know comes in and goes jo and i go yeah and they go oh i've been wondering how how you been all these years i'm good and then they're like you know, it was really a shame what so and so like fucked you over, yeah. and I go, "What now?" And yeah. then it becomes my like Liam Neeson revenge fantasy. Like, I get to take out like the comedy business, and, like, John Wick shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is like jail taken. The comedy equalizer and shit. Yeah, that that would make so much sense. Like, it does feel like. A star, like someone actively is out there just being like nah fuck him you know like i don't i don't know who it would be you know you made a lot of enemies Hell or louis ck it had to be somebody powerful. yeah you made a lot of enemies you know it could be dane cook on the low i don't know yeah it's, who who knows like you i, I feel because I, I think also like people take the comedians are so funny because like them and like people who critique comedians have the same amount of like don't don't put me in it you know <laughs> like where it's like i get to talk shit about you don't you fucking something you should be able to take a joke and yeah I, I can only imagine with some of the jokes you've made about fellow comedians there's probably somebody somewhere you know being they like got you on the list yeah oh you thought that shit was yeah. funny you know that's, well, that's what's gonna happen they're gonna you be sitting there my getting uncle coffee. runs william morris you piece <laughs> of shit you're gonna be getting coffee and that person is gonna sit down face to face and they're gonna need to let you know like lady olena oh. <laughs> they're, gonna, they're gonna be like you won't know it it was me tell jl coven it was me <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, listen. And then we, I, will, mm-hmm. I will then pretend just to get under their skin as I plot my counter revenge. I go, "Who are you?" Because <laughs> that'll ruin it. Yeah. That'll ruin the revenge if I'm like, I'm, I really don't remember you. <laughs> it's gotta be a. It's gotta be. A, it's gotta be Chappelle. Then it's gotta be somebody that's undeniable. Because <laughs> he, he was trying to impersonate me. <laughs> So I buried his fucking career. <laughs> I don't have any jokes about it because I don't make jokes anymore. And then you have people online going, "Did Chappelle 
really just admit to like destroying somebody's <laughs> career for making a joke? Fuck off! You don't get it. You don't <laughs> get what Chappelle is doing. <laughs> You and get it. And oddly, after he told him that, he did 29 minutes of trans jokes. It, we don't even know what that part was yeah. about, really. It had we don't, nothing we don't to understand. Do, had nothing to do with, the, with what he did to JL. Um, uh, listen, um, because you listen to the show and you come by often, I thought we'd get into some of these these articles and stuff. You know, talk about Absolutely. some news. Um, let me pull up my <clears throat> switch into the news music so I know where to put the commercials in. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Uh, here we go. heart um burger king is gonna close 400 restaurants by the end of the year yeah i can't believe it either we don't we don't need the monarchy (laughs) (laughs) ever since king charles came to power i've been anti all royalty yeah and and to an extent it kind of makes sense uh because I know that some people like they I love Burger King, mm-hmm. but we don't go that often. We have. I mean, it's one. There's the closest restaurant to our house is actually, or fast food place is actually Burger King, and we never go. Mm-mm. That's <laughs> why I'm that, like I understand because yeah. we can't be, and it's like connected to a gas station. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I and it's kind of in the hood, but that's fine. We grew up there. Um, but yeah, man, 400 restaurants by the end of the year uh feels like you know some course correction happening maybe mm-hmm. you know grew too big right but it just makes you wonder like Pandemic. how the fuck is arby's still in business if Ar- that, arby's ain't closing they're growing i see more of a line at burger king obviously than the arby's agreed think about it um nick cannon reacts to being villainized as a deadbeat dad uh he has 11 kids with six women he shut down critics who suggested he wasn't a hands-on dad he said i've been villainized He's hands on. What are we talking about? Dad. All the hands. Hands on dad. He's he's dad. a dicks in father and a hands on father. <laughs> he's a hands on the women a like husband, yeah. a dicks in partner. <laughs> he's a hands on the breast in a paternity photo shoot, like a pregnancy reveal kind of father. Oh, he gonna be a nose. Yeah, he's he's doing this behind him smiling, but my, my brother sent me an article from the LA Times. I don't know if that's the one you're reading. Yeah. But yesterday, for some reason. Um, and it's one of those things, I think the most shocking thing that I read mm-hmm. was that he claims to make $100 million a year. Yeah. Which I was like, okay, well, okay, he's not, then he can pay, he can certainly afford this right. brood. Mm-hmm. But I still just don't think unless they all grow up on the same block yeah like some i don't believe in utah you can't be you can't be there yeah 
is he like zooming in for his fatherhood like he gotta be because he's also never stopped working like no he, he like, keep a job it's constantly you know wilding out america touring, got talent yeah, all, all that, that shit sh- tours yeah. too every time you turn around they come through charlotte and like i like they go all across the country so it's like your, your tour date you're, you're booked and busy sir he says i hear all the time you can't be present for all those children so therefore i get this deadbeat title dad title it's not about what i do for you or what i say to you it's about how you feel when i'm with you first of all first of all as a person that has a father no that is not true <laughs> what it's not about what i say or what what i do for you uh nigga that's yeah, all it's about with children yes <laughs> it's about how you that's you know what that is that is some weekend dad shit there that is some like i came for his birthday we went to the to the theme park well because to him he's probably thinking i spend a third of my time with my kids but you have to define that third by 11 right. so to the kids it's like i see dad four percent of the week right. <laughs> but he's like i see my kids 40 percent of the week <laughs> the, the the oh that is such a head it's not about what i do for you or what i say to you it's about how you feel when i'm with you if you feel love when you see your dad that's gonna resonate and and when children are small they do and as they get older and start looking around and start like processing things these loving feelings may change he said uh talking about the women god damn this article says he attributed his vast brood of children yeah brood wow to people pleasing tendencies oh he's just trying to please these okay i bro me too i'll be the same way it's like how can i help you oh you like me to help you have a baby well i hate to say no you know i don't want to put anybody in an awkward position no he he talks in this article like he's like a like a sperm bank like he's yeah. promotional literature is like i started having sex with random women when they were approaching the end of their potential pregnancy years and i thought well wouldn't that be a shame so then i started out of the goodness of my heart having unprotected sex with lots of women yep out of the goodness of his heart because you know before then it was it's keeping a condom on because it's selfish he says a lot of them are in the same age group <laughs> and that many of them express anxiety about their biological clocks ticking during the COVID 19 pandemic he said and i just wanted to give them what they desired i kept saying i can handle it um yeah i don't know if he actually can handle it uh the, but the only the only thing not, is not, time will tell yeah, I was gonna and say, the children will be the one that the children they, will let us know yeah like children will let you know if you are because the thing for parent. me is like yeah you might feed them food sure you fed them yeah you fed them but did you feed them freedom but did you feed them freedom yeah. Mitch? Oh, no. did you feed them freedom <laughs> that's what i want to know okay if you didn't feed them freedom that i don't want to hear that shit but i also understand where he's coming from because a lot of the Chris- worst I, I i can't let that go by without that i forget what year that was mm-hmm. but that was my special of the year that year because i'd never laughed so much like it was the first time i'd ever had the worst special of the year as my number one special but it was it was so bad that i loved it like i yeah. actually enjoyed it and it took a second viewing till my girlfriend told me, oh, you didn't see the gun handle on the mic? Yeah. I was so distracted by the terrible comedy <laughs> that I didn't <laughs> see that he'd done one of the hackiest, like, free speech warrior comedy things. He put a gun handle on the mic to be like, this is a weapon in my hands. 
And when he did that, yeah, you fed them. They fed, but did you feed them freedom? And nobody no one like, laughed. It nobody so laughed quiet. and nobody clapped because right. it was like a nobody yes, preach. Yes. And then he went, yeah. And then some people started clapping. And I was like, oh my God. That might have been the single worst moment in comedy history. He was so hyped up too, man. He was like he was on cocaine. Shot out of a cannon. Oh, oh my God. Uh, I Didn't guess. he have like Dick Gregory or was he like talking to Dick Gregory before this? I had the either like there was a montage or something like he was trying to mm-hmm. evoke the so, Dick. Yeah. It was like, oh boy. Yeah. And then Dick Gregory died. Con- he killed him. Coincidence? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, uh, he may be able to brush off this criticism because a lot of people that are mad at, that are talking bad about him are white people. We in this shit together. <laughs> Right there. Shit. Say fuck them white people. Fuck them white people. Somebody give this nigga some Hennessy. Get this nigga some Hennessy. I remember that. Oh my goodness. Hilarious. It was a great special in the in that it I want everybody to watch that special one day before you watch my special. No, stack, stack it. No, no, stack it in my favor. So it's like I would have said Jails was great, but after seeing the kids, I think Jails was is the, the greatest of all time. <laughs> yeah. watch, watch it as a double feature. Oh my god! Mm-mm-mm. Well, good luck for for him and his uh, brood, as people keep calling. I don't, I don't know. It feels weird to call. I don't like. I feel like I don't see people call people with a lot of kids having a brood. Uh, That's new to me. Feel I, I'm not saying it's racist. It just feels racist, you know. Because like Philip Rivers has a bunch of fucking kids just because they're with the same woman. Like, is it only a brood because he has a lot of baby oh, mamas? No, no, I, brood, no, no. Brood uh, as as the the infiltrator of the white community. Yeah, brood. I I obviously used it, and I've heard it used. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it's in the article, and I and you used it, and I thought you were being funny, and it made me laugh because I was like, "That is funny." But then when I saw it in the article, I was like, "Wait a minute, what what's happening out here?" Funny, like in terms of the formality of the word, Mm. you know what I mean? Like it's kind of like it sounds like old timey. Okay, all right. My third eye is open right now. I'm a little. (laughs) That was that was that that one shook me up a little bit. When it was in the article, I was like, "Wait a minute, that was that's like." (laughs) funny joke we just had y'all can't be saying that shit for real elon musk got a brood um yeah, he does. judicial activists directed fees to clarence thomas's wife and urged no mention of jenny that's right guys clarence thomas they are on his ass they are investigating they are investigating the shit out of this man now i don't know if he's just the only one that's dumb enough to have left a paper trail of some type i think he is um i it feels like he's the most corrupt to me uh and they probably he looked is. into all these guys and didn't get enough no, um they did. i know alito had connections to like billionaire people and i think he died on the trip um was how he passed Scalia, i'm in scalia yes yeah, scalia yeah. died on the trip like <laughs> like he got flewed out and had a heart attack in the in the master suite or whatever but um <laughs> Clarence Thomas apparently has been trying to get at this money since like 2001, 2002. Um, and they've been funneling it through like his wife. They've been funneling it through like buying a house for his mama and shit. 
putting his kids through school. Wow. Like yeah, his great his great nephew, it was like sixty grand a year, uh private school tuition. It's what the thing that people don't seem to realize that like Clarence Thomas, they, they, the Daily today, the New York mm-hmm. Times podcast, talk, I think it was today, they talked, or yesterday, they talked about, like, Gorsuch has some things, but that, that at least are, like, within the, the, like, letter of the law. And, like, Sotomayor, I think, had something involving, like, a book publisher where maybe she should have recused herself from a, from a, a case or two cases. But that Clarence Thomas is, like, so far and away like the most brazen, the most provably corrupt, like he's actually violated laws, not just the like gray area where you're allowed to be shady. Mm -hmm. And I think when I, when I read this, I go, people have forgotten Supreme court judge judges in general, but Supreme court justices are the reason they allow them to recuse themselves is because there's this understanding that like, well, you understand you're the highest level of judge in our country. So, it's one of those things where you go, well, you shouldn't be up. Like if you can't self police, it's like a catch right. 22 or a paradox. Right. Yeah. If you can't self police yourself, then you shouldn't be on the court to begin with. Right. But as we're learning, much like Trump, there are certain people and Clarence Thomas seems to be of a Trump level for like in his, in his, he plays in a different league, mm-hmm. but in his league, he's the Trump of the judicial system from the sexual harassment, which I'm mm-hmm. now pretty sure he did. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm off the fence now. now. This this <laughs> one this one made me believe black women. Exactly. Thank you. It's you know what? It's better late than never. Yeah. I was holding back. I was like Anita never. Hill, uh, but yeah, once I seen he was on the take, I said Anita probably. Hill, thirty two years later, mm-hmm. I see you, I yes. hear you. Us and um, Joe Biden, we get it now. <laughs> and but but with with Clarence Thomas, what, what people don't seem to realize, like when Republicans defend him, because it's so clear that most of them are just like, oh, he's guilty as shit. Like we're just going to pretend that it's like they're just want to take down a good man. But if you have to defend Clarence Thomas, like if you have mm-hmm. to be like doing like defense attorney work for mm-hmm. him, like let's say he could win in a trial, yeah, like oh he's actually by the letter of the law not guilty. It's like, but don't you see the problem is. Once you even have suspicions about a judge, mm-hmm. it's over. Right. Like the, the, they are suppo- they're given life tenure and $290,000 salary sounds pretty good. Yeah. And most of these people are married to people of means, right. of connections, because they came up in the same elite circles. So, like, what do you need all this? Like, you don't actually need all this. And the fact is, once you look guilty, once you 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 fudge the line or whatever too much you've already shamed what you're Mm -hmm. you're supposed to be unimpeachable not like well technically i didn't do anything wrong like if you start talking like that as a judge you've already and it's interesting because one obviously you're a judge even if you're innocent somehow we're all questioning your judgment from this point like There's, there should be no one who doesn't go, uh, what the fuck were you thinking doing that? Um, the fact that the other justices didn't is proof enough of like, you were the I'll fuck you, out here. I'll give you a good personal example just to show mm-hmm. how ridiculous this is. At the DA's office, when I was, when I was there many, many years ago, there were cases, like tax fraud cases against the local strip club, which I think might have been where Cardi B had done some dancing, Sin mm-hmm. City. Um, 
not at the time, but okay. it's like a famous sort of Bronx strip club. But it was close to the DA, relatively close to the DA's office. Mm-hmm. And then a couple restaurants that were like cash only. And I did go to one of those restaurants. Right. So they said, you can't, like, these are on, like, don't go places, which makes sense. Right. Like, if we're investigating these places, how, right. won't it, even if you're not doing anything wrong, wouldn't right. it look Matter. weird if it's like, you know, prosecutors were eating in this restaurant when they knew they were investigating, or maybe they were setting us up, whatever the right. case may be. That's for a low-level, you know, second-year prosecutor at a law school right. at a local county office. Mm-hmm. How is it that the the highest level of law in this fucking right. country is? And the sad thing is, you 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 know, there's a lot of things I think that we've seen over these years. Like when people say you can't platform Marjorie Taylor Greene on 60 Minutes, mm-hmm. I'm I'm uh, I'm in the opposite opinion where I go, this is an influential, there's a major influence on one of the two biggest political parties in our country. What people really mean when they say you can't platform her is not that you can't platform her. It's like they really want to say, I don't trust our population to be Mm. wise enough or moral enough to understand that this woman is a piece of shit and a danger. They even want to say, I don't trust our own Also, Also, they don't trust the media outlet to challenge them, which I think is where most of the pushback really comes from because it's never – it's not – some of those people are like you said just don't even talk about them which is ridiculous because most of those people talk about those people all day but mm-hmm. it's i don't trust 60 minutes to to challenge and give a pushback to what she's saying and so they worry and a lot of times the worry is validated when you see the the interviews of the clips like they worry that they won't be like pushed back upon enough it's it's you know it's watching don lemon push back on that guy knowing like sure. don lemon's but gonna I, lose I, his job I get that. I do understand yeah. that, and yes, it, I think they should have put they should have pushed harder yeah. on her. But I'm, I'm actually time, a, I'm adding to your point, not trying yeah, to take yeah, away yeah. from it. Yeah, no, no, but but just is but part of me is is like disappointed. Mm. Uh, what is it, Karen? <laughs> angry. <laughs> My reaction is sad, <laughs> angry, and um, uh, disappointed. Reaction is exactly. angry, sad. And disappointed. Yes, because it's still like when Marjorie Taylor Greene gets on 60 Minutes and says, Joe Biden's a pedophile. Mm -hmm. What you'd like to think is like people, you don't need pushback. Oh, good. You want to say that you you want to say that on camera. You want to actually make like Mm -hmm. say this and put that because the average normal person, as I like to envision them, would be like, Oh my God! What are we doing with this woman? Like, what? Mm-hmm. I'm a Republican, but like, what do we do? Like, mm-hmm. what, what? This is an embarrassment. I'm embarrassed and ashamed that that is in our 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 club. But you know, with Clarence Thomas, it's just one of these things where if you admit, like, the gig is up. If you admit the judges need a code of conduct, then you're kind of admitting they're just people, mm-hmm. and they. They're not better than you. They're, they're more, they, they know the law perhaps better than right. you. They're more educated in this field. Um, maybe some of them are good people. Maybe some of them aren't. But like you're admitting they don't have. So this, this is also where, more. this is also where the way conservatives approach judge the, the power 
is very much like power justifies power i think that's what thomas and trump have in common is Mm -hmm. it's not illegal because i did it you know right (laughs) like like if you did it yeah you're right it's illegal lock her up but i'm clarence thomas and the fact that i did this shit is ethical because i got ethics and i'm telling you i got the ethics but um yeah i do i do agree with you on that and i think i feel similarly i have a very um cynical view of humanity and it informs my politics and all that stuff and i i don't trust the fellow citizens of this country enough um i shouldn't even say enough i i think i have the evidence to back it uh but i think i i do worry that you know you motherfuckers are stupid and you're gonna see marjorie taylor green on tv and go yes finally they they're they're talking and she's gonna take down the liberal media and then the most cynical part of me is even what the liberal people think they want the you know see uh 60 minutes to push back and be like well that's a lie it doesn't help because those people don't give a fuck about it being a lie like right like even seeing it challenged they take the challenge as further proof that she's really telling the truth so she's she's so telling the truth about pedophiles 60 minutes in the woke left media tried to shut her down but she didn't stop and so i think we just lost that war it's a self-fulfilling kind of circle where you know you look at the guns in texas like i was talking about this with my brother yesterday and it's one of these things where you go these the 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 gun loving like you know it it is kind of faith-based at this point and it's almost like when they try to take our guns that actually means we're fighting the good fight so like the more dead kids there are it actually shows the strength of my principles Mm -hmm. so that's how you can't change these people because more dead kids means look how strong I stand. I'm, you can't shake me even, and I'm upset. I don't like dead kids. I'm a Christian. <laughs> but I will watch all the kids get murdered. Right, yeah. To prove how principled a Christian and an American that I am. I saw Dean Kane saying something similar to that today, and I was the like. them that die, it's a sick, it's, it's, I think this is that kind of blunt truth. The, the more kids die, the more you get a chance to show how strong you defend the second amendment and your principles. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's, it's crazy, but I think that's, that's why there is no, the only hope is um, Nick Cannon to keep producing, hopefully Democrat voting <laughs> babies. Yeah. And, fingers, and overwhelm fingers crossed. The, the right. Yeah. Fingers crossed. You fed them. Yeah, you fed them, but did you feed them freedom? Ah! Think yeah. about it. Think about yeah. it. Guys. Yeah, there was that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. He's terrible. Oh, that's good. That's Shout real good. Shout out to whoever went, woo. Um, but yeah, uh, my man Clarence Thomas. I will say this, though. I've said it a couple times on the show, but it is a bit relieving to know that he was just a sellout. You know, it really is, dude. I know it's not, you know, great news, but of all the possibilities with this man, and as a person that actually went and researched him and his changes over the course of his life it, they do not make sense mm-hmm. like at best he's supposed to be dr umar on the supreme court if you really think about like uh-huh. the best the best if he really if that was his belief system he should be what dr umar is with the like conservative but pro-blackness but he's not really that he his arguments don't really quite come over to pro-black most of the time it's mostly like a level of like 
still hatred of white people supposed or distrust of white people i should say hatred a distrust of white people but then a belief in the inferiority of black people at its core and it's just like that, that, that doesn't make it's sense it. clarence you're black mm-hmm. but man you start bringing up yeah you, tuitions yeah, you start and houses happen and paypal and, and, and zim it makes and sense it yes. makes sense he sleeps during arguments yes. like of his, course because yeah, i would sleep too, i would sleep too if i knew what i was gonna vote already like right give a fuck what y'all got to say I'll, let me know when it's time to do what i get paid for and pass this you know pass or deny mm-hmm. this law based on who the fuck paid me that i don't know it's a little relieving in a sad way um speaking of secret white people okay the earth is healing and we got another secret about this one got another secret white woman unveiling (laughs) oh shit what happened professor who claimed native ancestry admits she's a white person man remember in 2019 when this was all the rage and it was felt like it was happening like every week it was just like damn this muslim activist is white oh this black woman is white and then the pandemic happened and i it seemed like we lost this but i don't know it's, it's coming back it's like the second one in the last couple of months um her name is adrian keen i mean wait i'm sorry when adrian keen saw professor elizabeth hoover on a list of alleged pretendians not pretendians <laughs> i like that and we might have a show title I, 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 i'm writing that down too <laughs> uh pretendians which are people claim falsely claiming native american ancestry she reached out to uh wait now i'm wondering like what do people call jl Covan when they find out he's black could we call her a i'm not trying to take mm-hmm. pretendians is the title as far as i'm but mm-hmm. like, false nations peoples false nations people. <laughs> well i was just about to say when people find out that you're black do they feel like you're a false Asian or <laughs> like it's uh-huh. some, uh, a folk Asian or something like that. I don't know. I do feel they, like do they got, feel tricked. There has to be a word in the white community for when they're like, I was saying the N word around jail. I had no idea. A flaw, a flaw Asian. Yeah, a, 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 a yeah, flaw Asian. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, yeah, King said her own Cherokee ancestry had been repeatedly questioned over the years. Something she described as extremely painful. But when she later spent a year researching to try to back up Hoover's claims, the story of her friend's ancestry unraveled. That led Keene to demand the full treat from Hoover, an associate professor, uh, professor at the University of California at Berkeley, who had spent her career studying Native American food culture. Well, I mean, you could do that and be a white person, right? You don't you have sure to be can. Native American to like spices. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to be able to address this, learn the truth, and move on. King wrote in a June 20th email that she published as part of an open letter to the Hoover in an online forum, Native Appropriations. Now I need you to look at me and tell me who you really are. Last week, Hoover published a letter admitting she is a white person. And she yeah. apologized. Yeah, she pulled a, sorry. She pulled the opposite of a hilarious ball uh she apologized for falsely identifying as a native american something she said she did based on family lore so her family must have told her she had that good hair uh hoover says she claimed mohawk and mick mcmack uh descent for her whole life starting when she grew up in upstate new york she conceded that identifying as native american afforded her professional opportunities and access to funding she wouldn't have had otherwise right jail you, you want that you don't want the oppression jail you know something about infiltrating a race you don't belong to uh 
but but you also have a connection to this woman what I do dropped a bomb uh we were classmates at williams college mm. <laughs> wow when i saw the name i just was like and then i looked at the picture i was like she looks a lot like a like a mm-hmm. 20 years into the future version of a person i went to college with so yeah she um she went to to williams uh i i just it's a small school yeah. so i'm um, uh, I'm aware of, of just most, a lot of people. Um, we probably had one interaction in four years, maybe. Okay. But, um, it's, she, uh, would you speak to her? Like, you was like, Hey, what's up? And she said, how? And you was like, Oh, she's a native American. Exactly. Ah! Um, <laughs> I mean, I can, the, the re I hate to say, I have to admit this. The reason the name, a hockey player, the hockey players, at my school, at least in mm. my class, were a particularly vulgar group. Mm. So they, of course, being the mature oh, group that they are, no. the, the last name was a source of amusement. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, I can imagine. So, so she obviously kind of, you know, wanted to retreat back into her her ancestry. Oh and, my god! Find spiritual peace there. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not talking about anything she did. I'm right. just saying the name itself. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Juvenile yeah. source of amusement. Man. But um. This reminds me, I saw this play in New York called the Thanksgiving play. Mm-hmm. And they thought it might have gotten nominated for best play because it was, it was, it was a very funny show written by uh, a Native American playwright. And in the show, it's only four people, but it's like basically two super progressive allies are putting on like an appropriate play for Native American history month at their school. So this actress who is not Native American shows up because her agent just said she could play Native American. Yep, because they can do anything. Right, but for the first third of the play, these two people think that she is because she's being put, she's been put forth as castable for this, so they're thinking what, tell us about your, like and to be fair, I'll give this woman the benefit of the doubt, Mm. I mean maybe she is lying maybe she really did maybe she like this is more innocent than the usual case like she might have actually thought this right but she's but they are willing to open up the the yes darcy carden that's Mm -hmm. the that's the the woman in in the show um janet from the good place but um i talk about her on the patreon and say she anyway uh, rather alluring very, in the very play powerful, very powerful feminist views on that segment. Yes, I was a fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but I think the wallets, the the left wing wallets, they open up. Yes, more. They, that that was the thing with the secret white women just, that that I've noticed over the years that I've that's the part that like I don't really get angry at some of the stuff because you know. Uh, like like in this case and um elizabeth um fuck she ran for president why am i drawing a blank elizabeth warren i really think it could be as simple because i know black people that have this too where it's family lore you got any in your family you do a dna test and you don't um it's like oh they they just said this shit because there was a time where dna didn't exist and nobody was gonna go check you know like um but it's the pocketbooks opening up it's like we've never had when these people get revealed and they're just like a middling motherfucker. It's always like the head of the NAACP, right? Like, and and a lot of them might work at some capacity in university. That's yeah, but it's not like just 
yeah it's like uh the professor emeritus of like what the fuck was happening yes, it's like, the professor of african-american history it's what? like i don't know what but somehow her skin you and her what? tone made me feel more comfortable giving her money than these dark-skinned 4c curl black women right <laughs> that i that i can't did that, that, that uh i know if i do this there's no question right but you know i think a key here is see academics there's a lot of money going around mm-hmm. but it's not as dangerous. Like if you try to get like a corporate part, like mm. partnership, they're going to be like, okay, we're just going to do our due diligence. Right. An office mm. of 20 lawyers and 10 detectives. Mm-hmm. And yep. Well, we just want to make sure that our brand is not getting involved. Right. So we're just, Agreed. it's a basic thing. should take a week or two. And it's like, um, I'm actually going to go back to a college where they just asked me to fill out a form for $10,000. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's also <laughs> academia is the place where people i don't think justifiably so but uh the perception is oh that's the place where it pays to be diverse it oh yeah oh i'm a marginalized person i need to go there they want you know and it gives them that extra boost of confidence now i think when you look in the actual like coffers and you look at the like the the uh faculty uh yearbook picture it's probably not as diverse as people think college is supposed to look right but i think a lot of the grifter types are drawn to like they don't question they'll see me as an asset and in corporate america shit we just saw like they added them diversity jobs first jobs ago diversity jobs so you know you can get that tenure up there and be like i am a black woman Uh oh someone did the 23 and me all right i'm a white woman with tenure i like to remind everybody (laughs) that you you can't just let me go but yeah she uh, said i caused harm I heard Native people who have been my friends, colleagues, students, and family, both directly through fractured trust and through activating historical harms. Uh, man, I feel bad if you were a friend. Because you didn't know. Nope. And now people going to be looking at you and the pictures and shit like, that's your, yeah, that's your girl. Yeah, you, because you're like, why would they lie? Yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-mm-mm. I'd feel terrible if I had hooked up with her because I'd be like, mm-hmm. you know, I was lied to yeah you lost yes you lost those points you know um exactly. <laughs> it's like guys i don't care about race i have sex with native american possibly <laughs> white women so i'm like more woke than you guys um all right let's uh, yes I, ha- I i dated lies on transcript yeah. uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes my dick is diverse There's diversity in this dick yeah. <laughs> um but yeah that's that secret white women man they coming out the woodworks again it's, mm-hmm. i don't know uh, the, apparently the earth is healing the earth is healing and i'm i'm kind of a fan of it i know people you know i, I miss these stories they're they're low-key like harmless stories they're harmful in the someone didn't get the opportunity way but not in the like right. black person got killed way or you right. know like not it's, it's like the most lightweight like racist shit a white person can do is pretend to be black you know um speaking of white people we got jail covet here we got to do some white people news because you know he he can't he that's probably your favorite segment i would guess is white people news so when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here to talk about the lighter, wider side of the news with JL Covan, probably can help guide us through some of these white people we for sure don't know. Um, the first white people news, though, is about a black person okay. that white people love. Okay. Chris Rock spotted having drinks with TV show host Sharon Carpenter. Oh, shit. Now, I don't know who Sharon Carpenter is. Me either. Uh, JL, you ever heard of Sharon Carpenter? Rod, she is an intellectual. She is an entrepreneur. Do not erase. I have no idea. Okay. Remember when people were doing that with George Clooney? I was like, uh, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, guys, we don't have to pretend. We're interested in this for George Clooney. Right. We have George. never covered this woman's dating life a second before George Clooney showed up. Come on, guys. Mark and Priscilla Zuckerberg donated $4 billion today. Okay, but mostly Mark Zuckerberg. It's okay. Yeah, it's, it's fine. And if it was the other way around, we definitely would be saying it. So, come on. Yes. Anyway, Chris Rock is single, singing Ready to Mingle. A source tells us he uh, last week he was getting drinks with British TV show host Sharon Carpenter at the swanky Chateau Maman in West Hollywood, California. They seen into each other, said a spy. Sharon was laughing nonstop. We're told Rock was joking with patrons at nearby tables. Twilight star Robert Pattinson stopped by Rock's table to say hello. Uh, this is Sharon Carpenter. Who, uh, she looks, doesn't look like a talk show host to me. She looks vaguely ethnic, but maybe not black. Uh, like, she could be? Right. Huh. I have to look up the 23 on me on that. Uh, but Carpenter has appeared on Revolt TV and the BBC. And Chris Rock was hoping she'd appear on the BBC again. She ah! also appeared on the 2013 VH1 series, The Gossip Game, and she hosted the UK version of HQ Trivia. Okay. Now, this is just one of those examples, and I hate to dig into my, my old bag mm. of Corolla-isms from mm. 10 years ago. But that's such a good, like, Chris Rock, like, he does his bit about, like, and you know who lives next to me? A dentist. Mm -hmm. Like, in terms of white and black celebrity. Like, this is a good example of male and female celebrity. Chris Rock is, like, on a lot of people's Mount Rushmore of stand-up comedy. But he is an, a Hall of Fame, first ballot stand-up comic legend. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I know the more famous dude who hosted HQ trivia in the U S <laughs> and she, he isn't dating Angelina Jolie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I think <laughs> there's also it. So the thing about dating, right. It's not always the Mount Rushmore of career as much as it's the Mount Rushmore of fuckability. And Chris Rock's yeah. not on that. And it's she's, right. she's much closer to the Mount Rushmore mm -hmm. of that. Yes. So, and, and he's had in his own stand up what he's into. So, um, he's also Wait. dated Lake Bell. 
a while okay, ago. Okay, I was about to say, that doesn't look like her. Yeah, it's an old picture. They went to the St. Louis Cardinals game in June 2022. A month later, a photograph holding hands, lounging on a yacht. Um, but I guess maybe that's over. He said, I'm single. I've been single for a long time. I was married for a long time. I was dating somebody for a while. Now I'm single. So, um, there you go. He, he's, he's, he's out here trying to smash these British crumpets to smithereens. <laughs> Crumbling them up, apparently. Speaking of celebrities breaking up, Kevin Costner's wife wasn't happy about the actor's obsessive work habits pre-split. They, she filed for divorce last week. Mm. Mm-hmm. Tired of him working? I, I guess he's been working too hard. He's doing that. What, what's that show everyone Yellow watches? Stuff. Yellowstone. He's yeah. probably coming home like maybe too method, like becoming like a, a MAGA cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> sitting his boots down by the front door she's like what the fuck are you doing kevin yeah you know his joints and shit hurt come on now how old is this man in 60s 70s uh she was reportedly unhappy with his work schedule christine wants them to spend family time at their santa barbara home during filming kevin is not around very much his absence has been very hard on her despite knowing that his wife was unhappy the insider claimed the actor obsessed with directing producing and starring his upcoming film horizon which took place in southern utah from august through november 2022 she wasn't happy about it a source reports that film better be great Uh, what because they can't yellowstone is done now yeah so like so that's the worst of both worlds it's like you lose you lost the show and the wife yeah in 19 years it's i know people i've heard it in different comedy routines mm-hmm. where it's like you know oh you know but you've been together so long but yeah you might have a long time left if you're not happy get out yep but exactly i i sometimes when i hear stories like this i i i feel i do feel sad i'm yeah. like oh that's too bad because like you're in your 60s you're mar- like i don't want to be i don't care what my status is i don't want to be single in my 60s yeah well you know kevin costner will be dating some 25 year old well i'll be mad at him it'll work out i'm sure but he'll be sad when he's not having tons of sex yeah when he's not you know like most of us right uh (laughs) (laughs) sean penn's son uh rosanna arquette's daughter confirmed their romance with pda it was out here making some of that uh public display of affection Who? public display of affection karen okay. they was they was hugging and kissing and stuff in rome okay because when you said pda i was like what national publication is pda Mm-mm. uh they're exploring italy's capital they were filming their 2022 movie signs of love oh that's where they found it filmed it okay oh wait i'm sorry who did you say who did you say so this it's is? sean penn's son rosanna, oh. rosanna arquette's daughter uh for uh that's that's too bad because i thought we were close to another uh, another notch on sean penn's mm. hall of fame belt oh okay i see what you yeah he, <laughs> he i don't know for sean penn that might lower his average you know we don't i'm not yeah. even sure like he might he might at this point he's, he's probably looking at the streak you know <laughs> at this point he's looking at his roster like fuck man i can't go down uh <laughs> So in photos of after Charlize Theron, who yeah, date next. He's like, fuck, man. It's like Sean Penn's in Hollywood. He's only got like three people he can date. It's like, shit. I gotta stop going so hot, man. I can't keep this up. Um, yeah. In photos obtained exclusively by Page Six, Hopper Penn and Zoe Seidel were seen uh kissing, holding hands, and laughing. 
the trifecta oh, as they shared a meal and did some shopping and took in the sights around them hopper 29 paired a white graphic t-shirt uh with light wash khaki pants green lace-up shoes and a bright blue baseball cap he also had a gray cardigan slung over his shoulder meanwhile sidel sported a black vest atop a light blue top a floor-length multicolored patchwork skirt black and white kitten heels a long beaded necklace and a cross body bag um they look like a nice hippie couple kind of mm-hmm. yeah they look they look nepotism-y you know good for y'all but let's see oh they kissed across the table oh man that's that's not even like a the the hot kind of kiss that's kind of awkward uh right all across the t hit her out hugging he's he's a good instagram boyfriend look how he's holding her shirt up so she can get her tattoo in there of course that's good shit bro uh while enjoying an intimate lunch for two hopper sipped on a pint of beer and leaned over the table and smooched his co-star who munched on a large salad between pecks the pair who looked happy and relaxed stared lovingly at each other and leaned in to engage in conversation at one point hopper would snap mid-belly laugh upon leaving the outdoor eatery the scruffy hunk lit a cigarette with the auburn haired beauty whipped while she whipped out her phone to take selfies oh they look so happy mm-hmm. she looks like somebody what does the skirt Arquette. look handmade um probably because the the slaves that made it work by hand Karen. No. apparently so i mean shit um well yeah i love it i love to see it this is the good content that we need um jail when you gotta leave i gotta i want to make sure we don't oh i'm i'm good till 8 30 okay cool 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 all right let's do some more white and people it's for news. something it's for something else because we had to bump making podcast great again to tomorrow anyway so mm. but yeah 8 30 all right cool um taylor swift and matt healy together spotted together at the nashville concert my girl tay tay she you know she moving on she just broke up with her mans like a couple months ago she been torn on the eras tour um Come on, selling out people been camping out people people is ready and you know she'll she'll move on to the next one if you're not Come serving on. that out the next album gonna be flames everybody looking forward to it so she says she can't uh, fans can't calm down after she was spotted with mac healy uh photographed together for the first time since sparking romance rumors Oh, cookies! Cookie saw something. You, hear oh, you can you can hear her. Sorry, it's Aww. all. Listen, we know how cookie. she gets down. Right, okay? she want to be part of the show. Always. Uh, and we love cookie. She heard yeah. somebody say "fucking" and got scared. Uh, and and pictures of Tame on page six. The duo are seen leaving Swift's Nashville concert Saturday night, sharing the backseat of her SUV. The duo arrived at the Tennessee Condo at twelve thirty a.m. Mm, those are smashing hours. Not a.m. Earlier that Tennessee session, a condo? Tennessee condo. Oh, condo. I thought oh, yeah, that was no. like a you know, like a sex hotel. Like a oh, my. <laughs> oh my. Oh <laughs> my. I was like, what is happening here? The There's Tennessee something? The Tennessee a condo, that boy, that's a that does sound like a hotel with some smashing is happening. Like an hour rate, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, stay, stay away from our hotel kids yeah. after that same day healy was t- driven to a, a nearby starbucks by swiss bodyguard after leaving the anti-hero singer's place via underground garage oh, wow she's so listen she's so rich she has a drive of shame like not a walk you don't get a walk of shame you get chauff- a chauffeur of shame <laughs> like, he'll take you to the starbucks Leave through the underground tunnel. I don't want anybody to see. 
damn um it's like it's like what people thought what people say about Derek jeter's package but you get starbucks yeah. from taylor um the, the 1975 front man sported the same outfit he wore while watching swift performance that evening Ooh. okay that makes sense because i think she's gonna have to whenever she decides to marry up if that's mm. the route she goes it's gotta be you know when you get to that level similar to you know Beyonce and Jay-Z there's, mm. there really only are a few people you can realistically be with at a certain point like that's why Salma Hayek she's not with anybody famous but she's with like a French billionaire right. it's like regular dude or woman billionaire equals like mm-hmm. high level celebrity yeah cause you can't and also like you need irrational confidence to be married to Selma Hyatt you know what I'm saying you need you need such a level of security that the average per human being will never achieve it but maybe a billionaire could like maybe a dude with billions of dollars be like she wouldn't fuck this up you know what I mean maybe you could convince yourself because you know what brother everyone's trying her every I don't give a fuck if they're opening a door it could be the chauffeur it could every human being she comes across is like the nicest version of themselves to Selma Hayek so yeah you do need to be like yeah that's cool but we we going on the yacht later and then we're going to our private island we're going to hang out on the beach it's like yeah no one can compete with that I see you player Um, but yeah good luck you know sad to hear about Joe Alwyn Mm -hmm. but I feel like you know um girls gotta do what she gotta do yeah taylor said thank you next yeah she's moving on you know shake it off um padma lakshmi anybody heard of her Mm-mm. uh yeah she's like a food woman and she was married to salman rushdie she was one of his like ex-wives uh. which is another great pull right like that's another sort of like... salman, salman rushdie has <laughs> you gotta you gotta slick sneaky sneaky well, you, you get that flat on you right it makes you like spy level sex you're a bad boy now because at any time you gotta <laughs> like be ready good, bad like yeah in a way like a good bad for the boy. right reasons These bad people are trying to kill me yeah you know like who knows how many last night Padman. exactly but yeah like he has a lot of like he can do a lot of like pull you to the side and say some real shit to you and you know like, I like her Padme isn't that Padma is Pat right, Padma, Padma is yeah. who she is but that isn't Natalie Pat yeah Padme is uh yeah. is in Star <laughs> Star Wars and was dating Anakin who also had right. enemies on his head so maybe <laughs> maybe that's what she was into <laughs> and for the right reasons he was fighting the bad guys at the time uh Padma Lakshmi uh has some choice words for trolls to criticize her anatomy while she's cooking up a storm in kitchen tutorial videos oh shit i have boobs i have nipples <laughs> oh okay she oh, told straight to the point she told page six exclusively at the time 100 gala wednesday so does every woman and man on the planet i think we should be just a little more grown up about it the culinary matcher uh continued and also just accept that a woman's body is beautiful and not totally perfect and stuff and filtered and everything she had been heavily criticized on social media for her kitchen attire so apparently in, at the height of the lockdown she responded to online trolls about going braless while recording a cooking demonstration and 
first of all i'm, I'm making the money she making y'all kiss my ass i live my life so differently than most people because or than a lot of these type of people because i've never seen like nipples Jesus. and been like god damn it lady oh put them away you know like, I'm like if she want to go on her i'm on her instagram if she want to go her instagram if she want to go cook without a bra i'm not gonna be like oh god disgusting I, oh i'm gonna throw up i'm like oh my god right, she, well, the I, reason i wrote those to her okay, okay. is because <laughs> well, no to me sometimes these feel like like they're almost helping each other like a troll writes something dumb like right you shouldn't dress like that in your kitchen what are you even talking about and then to make like a publicist statement of yeah like, you're right often a very attractive woman or man right. it would be like um i have breasts and yeah. legs and curves <laughs> and flawless skin <laughs> and that's okay it oh, is yeah, you're right it is okay. it is one of the first it is one of the few times that a hot person gets to let we get to yes, they get to be the they're underdog saying, they're saying it in a way of like i'm proud i'm and, just like and, you and, and positive it's i'm doing self-care and yeah. body positivity and all the other buzzwords and it's like the only time we get so i'm hot yeah is that okay get over it can i just be hot it's just my vagina lips okay (laughs) (laughs) people have them grow up (laughs) like all right but uh yeah i'm I'm always maybe it's just because the era we grew up in i'm always like halfway in my head like do they know i'm their nipples are out i'm just they just got their nipples in in my face i'm not gonna say nothing i appreciate mm-hmm. it i'm but not gonna correct i'm I, i'm just like i still feel like a kid when that when it's like titties in my face all right this is happening all right cool um see i go one step further i go you know what you're doing and then i look <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i mean that is what that's what you do when you're out with your girl and you want to look and then you just be like look at this disgusting it is, it is just Corey everywhere. <laughs> I'm gonna go over and talk to her right yeah. now. Give her right. a piece of my mind in this mall with all these people. <laughs> I'm gonna go get her number and talk to her. I, this, this is, uh, but yeah, I got uh, some comments last time that it was a moral for me not to wear my, a bra in my own kitchen during quarantine. So those people should be happy to note that I'm wearing two today. Uh, but seriously, let's not police women's bodies in 2020, okay? She said, "Oh, here's a st- here's a picture of her eating pizza in a hot tub with no no bra on." And <laughs> uh, a, I guess and the pizza is the pasty. The pizza is first of all, she didn't eat that pizza. I'm just you looking at her. She did not. Eat she that didn't pizza. eat. She spit that bite she, out. She the photo gagged scene. the the aroma out <laughs> yeah. of her mouth. <laughs> yes, because she just put her mouth around it. Just, just it was like, oh, uh, uh, snap it, taste please, taste snap it. it. Yeah, hurry up. Does taste have calories? Uh, uh. <laughs> There's no way that woman eats pizza on the rag, but yeah, no. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I think you're right. This is what if you're gonna be a IG model slash, you know, like this is part of your brand, especially during the pandemic. It probably helps to have a little controversy, and this is the lightest version weight controversy of it. Is I should have the freedom to to not wear a bra and yeah who's gonna I'm disagree right i'm at home in my own we're kitchen. all on your side man I, I don't, <laughs> only the weakest wackest people are not on her side last one 
olivia wilde seen laughing with jason sudeikis amid child support nanny drama both of these are actors right mm-hmm. boom okay okay karen i'll see you i'll see you uh, ted lasso he's ted lasso he's ted oh, okay. lasso and she's the woman that directed uh what was it something don't worry, baby darling darling don't yeah worry, don't worry darling, darling. Mm, that, that the shit show they have around that yeah mm-hmm. uh by the way i'm glad you said it because if i would have kept guessing i was gonna say see my baby be my baby <laughs> and uh <laughs> it's not even close to right so don't worry that, darling. That's, that's why you're here don't worry darling was her like kind of uh controversial rollout of a film Mm -hmm. that happened last uh, year but the big thing is that they're getting divorced uh she got served at like comic con or something with papers the everyone secretly thinks sudeikis is was the bad guy and, and stuff and then stuff is other stuff is leaking out about possibly her having an affair and all this stuff and it's just just getting contentious in the media and so them being spotted together smiling and laughing and all that stuff i guess is a good thing you know as much as i think ted lasso especially this season is kind of not that great Mm -hmm. it must have been tough doing a show where the where your your character is like the underlying issues with your character are basically like divorce and not being in touch with your child right and then like you're going through that in real life basically The actors first greeted one another with a hug before settling settling aside to watch the game. At one point, the pair were even photographed smiling and laughing while looking at the Don't Worry Darling director's cell phone. For the outing, they were probably showing each other JL Covan videos. That's what I like to think. Ah! Or if they're not good people, Sarah Cooper videos. Oh no! Uh, for the outing, they both kept their outfits casual. Wild wore a white t-shirt and jeans which she accessorized with a tan beanie and sunglasses meanwhile the ted lasso star rocked the blue sweatshirt and navy pants which he paired with a baseball hat um they do look pretty friendly together uh so i don't know maybe uh maybe they'll they'll be okay they said they recently joined forces and requested that the wrongful termination lawsuit filed by their former nanny erica gennaro be dismissed and moved to a private arbitrator oh so this is like vin diesel and the rock in like fast six or whatever yes like time to team up because we got a bigger enemy literally taking care of their family literally (laughs) uh it's unfortunate that private matter teams playing the press the pair said in a statement last week okay joint statement i'll see y'all um so i guess we'll find out somebody asked whatever happened to sarah cooper uh she has a memoir coming out this fall and she was just in a broadway play so obviously not doing as well as me yeah i'll be uh i'll be keeping track i'll be going to see it sure it's great uh (laughs) among many other draw dropping claims gennaro alleged that february 2023 the famous exes fired her for requesting a stress leave due to their messy split which allegedly became debilitating uh, following her filing, Wild and Sudeikis claimed Janeiro was never actually fired, but that she resigned after they refused to double her salary. They also claimed that she threatened to dish out their dirty laundry to the press, which she ultimately ended up doing. Damn, I want to read that now. Uh, while the couple has been battling it out with their former nanny, they've also been caught up in a nasty custody war. Um, and so they talk. This is about why that. it's helpful. Not everybody can, but this is why I always 
Like my nanny growing up was like old friends of my mom, like mm. like surrogate moms, like surrogate grandmas. That's who watched me after school. Mm-hmm. You know, people you can trust if you can. <laughs> I, listen, do just do like black parents do. Take them to a woman's house that got the Disney Channel that keep everybody kids and just she'll be fine you know it costs a lot less they'll learn some good lessons about sharing and shit they get a hawaiian punch every once per day like Ah! i don't know why white people make it so difficult by trying to have these live-in people with them and stuff uh she also claimed her former fiance had paid zero child support earned a significantly superior income um oh this is olivia wilde in the custody battle okay um and a source close to Sudeikis says Olivia and Jason share costs equally and fairly throughout their relationship including everything related to the children Jason took it upon himself to initiate proceedings in the first place to ensure that the kids will be properly cared for by both parents based on the court deciding what is fair financially going forward mm. um, so I don't know what the nanny said about them though yeah what what did the nanny say yeah um Okay, she says she was fired and fed by Sadekis February 1st, 2021, when he was in a drunken rage. Uh, she said he was so distraught after finding out about Wild's affair with Harry Styles that he threw himself in front of her car to stop her from going to see her former boy band heartthrob. Oh, damn. That hurts. But that seems like that, to me, that isn't like how it's like yeah that seems like what you might do if you were married with kids and your wife was it's a thing you'd it's a thing you'd rather no one know yeah less than it's a thing that no one can understand right yeah like yeah she's saying shit that's like those sound like humans going through some shit but but it's like the way we conceptualize these movie people and tv people it's like they're not supposed to go through shit that's stuff for regular people (laughs) we're the one that had to deal with shit yeah uh she said he discovered wow that hooked up with harry styles at palm springs after finding emails between them on an old apple watch damn the apple watch told it on him <laughs> that family Let's plan see. right and see this this is where i get righteous because i'm like people often especially in the flip side will go like well the woman didn't you know if it's a woman mm-hmm. who's the third person like well she's not married and i go harry styles you don't need to be a home wrecker. Right. You're doing more than fine. Sex yeah. symbol, pop star. Like, don't wreck homes. Right. You beat Beyonce out for the the for this? This mess you out here doing? <laughs> okay. Beyonce d- deserves more. She the one got cheated on. Um, Beyonce didn't win for an album when she was the victim right. of cheating. And yet, right in her face, they are harry with the good hair is getting <laughs> is getting the the grammy over her so mm-hmm. she's getting it on both ends the disrespect the disrespect god damn it um all right let's go to some guest race all right we know we love racism on this show um and, and uh we gotta play around with it It's time to guess the race. 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 All right, guess the race time. We go around the globe, find different articles, guess the race of the people involved. 
uh jl coven uh plays along uh karen will be playing as as also mm-hmm. and uh the chat room will be playing along and of course all these people are racist as you're about to find out uh first story um let's go with uh <laughs> ex-teacher wants to auction herself as a surrogate to mass produce pretty babies what mm-hmm. i love the confidence uh she wants to spread her hot mom jeans a teacher t- turned only fan star who was impregnated by her student wants to auction off her body for surrogacy to improve the beauty of the global population what is this the female uh nick cannon what the hell is this <laughs> men are constantly asking me to have their babies said north carolina's amy cups 33 she told new porn name it is right amy cubs is pretty good uh she told nude pr which i guess like npr nude pr that's a good name of her alleged master plan uh the former high school teacher made headlines in july after revealing she was knocked up by a student during a drunken one night stand now eight months along her in her pregnancy the self-proclaimed proud mistress and homewrecker says she plans to give birth many more times but for a specific purpose I want to become a surrogate and mass produce pretty babies with strangers, said Cups, who retur- reportedly earns more than $22,000 a month <laughs> disseminating X-rated snaps, disseminating X-rated snaps of OnlyFans are <laughs> everywhere. Uh, the mother of two says she was inspired to pursue her uh, unconventional baby-making scheme after getting propositioned by prospective fathers. I get offers to have men's children all the time not just single men but married as well uh, her ultimate goal is to enhance the average aesthetics of the global gene pool okay this is this is a perfect example of what i what i talk about in tall boy briefly but this is an example of your children are not content mm-hmm. like this feels like somebody having babies for the gram it's yeah. like this is this has gone way too far when you're like also I'm having babies because it's it's fun and cool and kind of my thing also like it's yeah. given children are accessories it's giving me the same vibes as when like too many horny black dudes tell a white girl she got a big butt and so they start walking around like people say i have like a black girl's butt and you're like uh, horny horny black dudes lied to you and you just got a regular butt and that's fine like there's nothing wrong with yeah, that wrong but with but it is a lie to even pretend that you out here walking around with that thing thanging and oddly enough it's been me that's had to deliver that to more than one woman and say it's no yeah someone lied to you and it's a <laughs> yeah, shame you gotta disappoint her it's a shame that they got you out here like this but you can't believe, and that's what it feels like when she i'm goes, here i'm here so i approve but no so <laughs> yes. this, this whole mythology that yeah you know, no no and, and this one feels like a lot of men tell a lot of women I want you have my baby because they yeah. think that's some type of fucking pickup line or some type of compliment, yes, sir. And and I, I don't want to. It's like who gonna tell her you're not special in that way? It's like mm-hmm. they will say anything, okay? You know what they probably want to do? Have sex without a condom. Anyway, Karen guess the race. White. All right, Jail Coven. Uh, very white. All right, let's check the chat room. See what they believe. 
uh amy d cups white she ain't trying to teach your badass kids white white brood mayor white i feel bad for them kids uh, okay modern day eugenics white uh cucks love cox white oh, no. oh this is peak sism i wasn't uh hold on this thing is messing up i wasn't ready okay anyway white chick master race to the bottom white of course white i think everyone said white on this one and everyone you got it correct she's white and there's her picture she's currently got one in the oven yeah anybody that says some shit like that you go oh you white yeah but she's ready to start producing more kids also like feels like there's probably details missing from this student knocking me up story but uh that they i guess they weren't interested in going to that in the article no, i was like did she get arrested did she lose? <laughs> like i have questions did she lose her job how's that legal <laughs> why right? is she in jail yeah uh but yeah that was that was an interesting one um all right let's go to the next one uh how about uh this one apparently try a, a parent allegedly tries to run students over with a truck at a school track meet goddamn a uh, parent was arrested for allegedly attempting to run over students with a truck during the school track meet uh 40- I, I guess he was i guess he said y'all had a head start but i'm gonna track you down <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Check out these fast twitch tires. Oh no, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> um, the forty. Oh god. <laughs> the forty-two-year-old. The forty-two-year-old Jose Luis Mendez was arrested and taken into custody oh, for no. several charges, along with many out-of-county warrants out of county warrants according to hcso deputies received a call regarding a man who was attempting to run students over during a track meet how the hell did he get down there because you know last time i tracked the track meet ain't easy to get like it ain't yeah. it ain't like right beside the parking lot well, he was driving a red chevy truck <gasps> oh, okay so he jumped the curve that makes sense i mean if a truck can do it it's gonna probably be a chevy it's a great <laughs> ad for them this is our country uh while responding to the scene deputies received information the suspect was at the john mall high school parking lot once the parking lot was cleared deputies then responded to a field where uh the county and the canine sergeant detained the suspect the victim and a victim and a witness accused mendez of becoming verbally aggressive and allegedly trying to run the victim over but was unsuccessful that's a bad ad for the truck uh he said he had no weapons present during the incident in that big ass truck right at the beginning of this incident re school district and visiting schools took swift and concise action to protect the kids a big kudos goes out to them said the police all right guess the race of mr uh jose luis mendez uh latino Latino. okay what about you jail yeah joel from the the last of us (laughs) latino (laughs) (laughs) they 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 were fucking with ellie and he hopped in that truck right uh let's check the chat room see what they believe latino who adopted the wrong white habits his partner steals new york times in jail building hispanic wow that's a deep cut pepe i got i got an update sorry yeah what's the update let me know tomorrow no oh Um, okay okay tomorrow's regular podcast okay all right a little tease there (laughs) that's what we call a tease in the biz y'all check out the righteous prick um white passing latino nick fuentes type hispanic 
he was taking a shortcut on the way to deliver some oranges oh no monster trucks mexican latino who considers themselves the original american uh drunk on cerveza e white supremacy latino gta san andreas hispanic vamos latino hispanic the correct answer is latino you guys got it i do want to know what the story is why did he do that that's a great question because one you know his kid had to be involved in the meet because people don't just go to high school track meets yes there's so (laughs) many other things you could be doing with your time and like track feels like of all the sports the one the parents would be the least irate at you know there's no physical contact between Mm -mm. the the competitors you never see like uh people fussing at a ref a brawling right you know what i mean like what what the fuck could have been happening in this man's head for him to be like i'm gonna have to run all these motherfuckers over i see somebody <laughs> threw the javelin and it like took out his tire <laughs> yeah he was, <laughs> like, oh okay okay i'll be that, right that's back that's what we doing all right well y'all are both two for two yay which means going to the bonus round everything's double the points double the racism we're turning the racism up how can I be racist about anybody or anything in my life? How can I? Call them niggas. Just call them niggas. It's time to get gold, gold chain it's wearing, fried chicken and biscuit eating, monkey eating, baboon, big guy, fast running, high jumping, spear chucking, 360 degree basketball. All right, this one takes us to Florida. Uh, Flagler County deputies arrested a woman who said they who they said placed it placed placed Easter eggs with explicit m- images in strangers' mailboxes. Ah, oh, so they had Easter eggs. They had Easter eggs with porn. Deputies were alerted to the behavior of 42-year-old Abril Sistoni Wednesday uh, evening after they received multiple calls that she was allegedly placing the eggs in mailboxes she later admitted to placing the images in the mailboxes and she said she was educating people uh <laughs> educating them how that pussy worked the fuck is this uh, she gave out more than 400 pamphlets recently the eggs were found what? to have a cracker in the shape of a fish one sheet of toilet paper a powdered milk drink drink mix a powdered drink mix and a crumbled up piece of paper containing pornographic images she was arrested with a charge of 11 counts of disturb, distributing obscene material. Additional charges. That combination makes no sense. I, mm. Yeah, I don't know what the reasoning was, but that is what she did. Uh, guess no, the I race. Think in Florida, I think in Florida, that's like your emergency kit. Okay. Like other states, they'll be like flashlight, bottled mm-hmm. water. Here, they're like crumbled up piece of porn right what else is in there i forgot uh one cracker exactly uh (laughs) powder mix yeah powder drink mix toilet a one sheet of toilet paper what do you do with one sheet you get your finger very dirty yeah come on and you know it was one ply right she's like this is for the sperm that's gonna come out when you see these porns you're gonna need one sheet though so use it sparingly you know uh guess the race I'm going white. Karen's going white. Uh, 
it's too it's too it just feels white and like it's just like a crazy white lady okay let's check the chat room neighborhood shaman lady wannabe only in florida white gwyneth paltrow looking white passing latinx uh this is like the dick will make you slap someone lady white don't say gay but put porn easter eggs packages white well this is what you got to do when they take sex ed out of school guys we're gonna have to take oh no door to door we're gonna door to door we have to teach the kids with easter eggs white and not right a florida white who is fed up with DeSantis but is a libertarian germante wait what is this jerk oh jerk makes white (laughs) 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 that's hilarious uh poultry white gotta be white jerk makes white okay easter snow bunny white her yoke is cracked white don't wash her ass anyway white oh no i think uh pretty much everybody went white except one person and everyone you got it right um oh one person said latinx and i can't prove she's not but i'm gonna still say you wrong um yeah that's her she looked rough a little Ooh, bit like, I, I i got a i mean abriel sestoni oh is the y missing yes uh with an i at the end like an italian almost Okay, they don't oh, okay. they don't have the I in the big it's, in the, the it's big a one. C yeah. it's a C that said like a S C E S T O N I. Sound kinda Italian oh, okay. to me, so um Yeah, they misspelled it in the big shot. Oh, they did oh okay. Yeah. Okay. Well yeah, well she um that's what happened with her, guys. Good job, both of you. Um today. Woo! Three for three. Um I'll th- take I that. thought JL was gonna mess up and try to be different than Karen and lose out you know because sometimes the pressure gets to people at the end they go oh i don't want to have the same score i'd rather lose than win uh and be tied but you, you we could both be winners yep all right sore ratchetness it's called growth it's called growth wonder did she use the same dial on those eggs that she used in her hair <laughs> i hope not 11 worst <laughs> men who threatened police with a sword will spend time in prison a judge sentenced 56 year old lonnie bailey jr to more than three years in prison for aggravated assault on a law enforcement officer According to officers, they found Bailey holding a sword near West 7th and Chestnut in downtown Leavenworth. Officers told Bailey to drop the weapon. That is when officers said Bailey began yelling at them. Officers approached Bailey and gave him commands to follow. As officers got closer to Bailey, he reportedly unsheathed the weapon and raised it above his head. He eventually put the sword back in the sheath and told officers, shoot me, punk. Multiple, oh, no! Multiple times. Court documents show Bailey eventually threw the sword and then police arrested him so best case scenario get him off the streets no one got hurt and we took it seriously and that's all we that's all we really want here uh jl before we leave man i gotta say we both enjoyed gardens of the galaxy tremendously mm-hmm. and i'm glad i'm glad to the to, to, to finally it was really good be able to you know to have a movie that we enjoyed the same amount it's been a long time let me, let me tell you something when i left the theater i went with with my girlfriend with my nephew and then my brother picked us all up and brought us back and 
I was I liked the movie so much that when Laura, my girlfriend, when she said, "Yeah, it was good," mm. and I was like, "I was there." Right. You had great level enjoyment, mm-hmm. so I'm not gonna have it out here that this was good. Mm-hmm. This was a great movie. This was mm-hmm. this was my my personal. If I'm giving you my my top five, yeah. Marvel, Endgame, and Infinity War, and I'm one of those people that after rewatching Infinity War, mm-hmm. I think there's a good argument for that to be number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I was, it is. Like yeah, they're yeah. both great, but yeah. I had had Endgame originally as my number one, but then I was yeah. like, mm-hmm. Infinity War is pretty damn special. That's yes, the one, is. dog. Yeah, um, but both of them obviously are yeah. in probably mm-hmm. everybody's top five. Guardians one was always in my top five mm. and winter soldier, which is another one that mm-hmm. most people, that cap. but I think guardians three goes is in my top five. Yeah. Like I think it was that it was two was a dip for mm-hmm. sure. I thought it wasn't mm-hmm. as bad as I remember when I rewatched it, but three was, I mean, like amazing. It was like the highest form of the Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. like the best possible version of this great style yes. and story. It did everything so. that I think Ant-Man Quantumania tried to do and wanted to do. It's like everything they want, you know, because that whole thing happens in basically uh, space, you know, it's in the quantum mm-hmm. realm, but there, it's all green skin and making everything fucking up. It's and on all this Disney stuff. Plus next week, so I'm going to yeah. watch I, I didn't go to see it because I... Wasn't yeah. that interesting? I didn't hear great things about it. Yeah, and and it felt like this was like what that was trying to be. Mm-hmm. Like I you agree. got the emotional beats. Like there's a there's points where you're just like damn near in tears at shit, and it's just see. Uh, Juwan, I'm it's sorry, Juwan. No, do not wait for Disney Plus. I take offense yeah. at that. It's, yeah, it is getting the JL miserable seal right. of excellence. That is as hard an award to earn for a yeah. comic book movie as there is well Jawan jo- is a bit of a con- contrarian at times so he he's gonna probably try to resist <laughs> that but but i think if you ever catch me and jl kelvan agreeing on some entertainment it's a pretty good sign it's great like, right you we yeah. never really agree on shit so uh but and the villain you called it i i i will say when you, you posted i think you tweeted that he was eating or whatever yeah, you know, yeah like, eight Yes. Hey, and I said, okay, yes, Rod loves Marvel. Okay, no, this guy was—he was like great. Yes, like, he was fucking great, like scary. Like, yes, yes like, like like a villain intense. should be. And and I heard you guys on—I didn't listen obviously yeah. until after I'd seen it, but on on Chris's podcast, yeah. Mundane Festival, I think. You said or Karen, somebody said like you wanted to. You wish you could just see how I want to see. The raw, like, I want to see the raw footage, no special effects. Him when, giving when that he, to a prop. To a fucking tennis ball, probably. It's probably a tennis ball, and he's talking to it like it's fucking Shakespearean. It is so amazing. I have to see this movie again in the theater before it leaves theaters, because I'm that excited about how good it was. He was, I mean, yeah, it was, it was, uh, I loved it. Like, I just, yeah. I, I, I just sat there, and for the whole length of the movie, everything they wanted me to feel, right. I felt. Yes. If they wanted me to laugh, they were yes. sharing good jokes. Yes. If they wanted me to feel like cheering, 
yes. it was worth cheering for. Yeah. If they wanted me to be emotional or upset or or, or uncomfortable, I felt that every it, time. It Every beat they wanted, they they nailed it. It's yeah. it amazing. And the last thing I'll say, because you know, obviously we're not spoiling anything, but the last thing I'll say too: first Marvel villain in a while that you don't see their side of it. Like they've right. been they've been doing this thing for about a few years now, where like all the bad guys are kind of like they ain't got a point, and then you get to the end, you're like, this nigga is crazy, you know. But it's only in the very end because it'll be like you know, like the joke I made yesterday on Four Our Nerves is like I'm a I'm gonna stop homelessness, and you're like, okay, so why are they the bad guy by killing everybody with a house? And you're like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, you can't do that. well, yeah, that's bad. You can't. You could have built homes. You could have did a lot of shit, bro. <laughs> but, but I can't be on your side. You know, this is the first dude that's just like psycho. You're like, yeah, he really doesn't have a great point. You know, no. oh, but a great, a great. Perf- I mean, a great performance. Yes, like amazing. And I didn't realize I looked him up after and he's in the peacemaker yep. in a very like you wouldn't even know. You couldn't tell. Yes. Not because he looks so different, he but because acted, it's so yes. different. He acted like, himself different. Guy? Yes. Yes. So good. Uh, yeah. Oh, James yeah. Gunn. Bravo, man. I'm he's made me look forward to what he's gonna do at DC. Me too. I am ready. And I never I don't like DC DC movies are very well missed and hit for me. And I'm like, well, if James say it's going to be good, I guess I'm going to have to watch. Take my money. <laughs> All right. That's it, man. Check out JL Coven, The Righteous Prick, Making Podcasts Great Again. Um, in the next three months, hopefully, the albums will be out. Uh, so I'll cross our fingers, yeah, if, a stand-up special. If you don't listen to the podcast, though, you should. Everything is at jlcomedy.com. But at the bottom of my homepage, there's like a, a monthly newsletter that I just send out like gig and big news so so you don't miss it on the algorithms obviously i'd love it if you listen to the podcast because i hammer all this stuff during the podcast but if you don't if your podcast you know schedule is full which i understand uh sign up for the newsletter at least because then you won't miss uh info about the specials and you can check out his old specials on like apple music and title they're really good Uh, they're back they're finally back back. so go check them out man i i always have them uh saved there so like whenever i sometimes just hit play on my phone it'll just randomly Randomly and i also have them yeah i bought them on apple so they'll it'll play like a random jail covan track or something Mm -hmm. and they'll just i'll just die laughing like man this dude's so funny uh so yeah man y'all should check it out man all right guys that's it we'll be back uh throughout the week Mm -hmm. um uh, nerd off is coming up on friday for premium people uh we may have to do balls deep on like uh wednesday or something so we'll see how that works out uh until next time i love you i love you too